All right. Hello. Welcome to DNC Podcast. We are a Friends Rewatch podcast hosted by two friends of 15 years. I'm one of your hosts, Josh, and with me is Allison. We have been best friends since 2008 and fans of the show for even longer. All right. Allison, what got you into the show Friends? So I've been thinking about this question a lot since we started talking about doing a podcast, and I don't have this like crazy story of someone got me into it. It was just, it was always on when I would get home from school or before I would go to bed. Like I would watch that 70s show Friends and Seinfeld. And it was just oh, in that order. Seinfeld. Big fan, guys. But you know the theory behind Seinfeld is usually Seinfeld- like, people who like Seinfeld don't usually like Friends, or it's, like, vice versa. Yeah, and I like Seinfeld, but I don't like The Office, so... You awkward. don't like The Office? No, awkward. Okay, I love The Office, but that doesn't fall under the category of not liking Friends I feel like well. if you like... Mm, okay. Okay. <laughs> I just so you, just, you just happen to watch it because it was on from school. Yes. And, okay. um... Like, I would watch it every night. I'd watch it every day. And then I don't know what got me to buy all the seasons, but I remember <laughs> they would be on sale for, like, Black Friday or, like, any mm. big sale. And I would just buy them slowly but surely. And after a couple of years, I owned every season. And I was pretty proud. Very proud of that. So That's good. And then when I got older and, like, in my 20s is when I became obsessed. Because I feel like I related related to it more, like... The job you understood the humor and, life. Stuff? and then i was like oh, i feel your struggles oh okay so, okay yeah did you watch it? it more when it went on netflix yes because <laughs> it was just so much more convenient because i had it on dvd but i feel like loading into the dvd player and doing all that took a while <laughs> so when i was on netflix i would watch it every day uh, Interesting. And what, how'd you get started to it um, so kind of the same, actually. Um, we didn't have cable growing up. So it was always those shows that just randomly came on and that we would watch. So I didn't understand the humor. It was just on. I knew the characters. I could say who was who, but I didn't actually like, I couldn't like, you know, go on my DVR and find it because it was like when it came on, it was when it came on. Um and I actually didn't deep dive into it until I borrowed your <laughs> DVD sets and like binged it all. And I binged it the whole series and got absolutely destroyed in season 10. And, <laughs> and then just like when Netflix came on, I could not stop watching it. It was on the entire time. It is still on to this day. Like, I can't go to sleep without watching an episode, at least one episode. It's just such uh, a comfort show. Exactly. So I've been watching it every day since <laughs> 2011. I've I've had it playing on every single day. So I, I can't do the math, but <laughs> it's a lot of friends. <laughs> and then when it came off Netflix, I bought the the um you know like the itunes version so like i still have it and then now it's on hbo so i still have it i'm still watching it so um, i own two boxes i own a box set as well so i have two copies of every season why because my mom bought me a seat like one of her co-workers was selling the box set and oh. she was like do you want it and i was like yeah why not and then i haven't been able to part with either one just in oh, okay. case like a dvd is scratched 
So I just tore both. Do you have a DVD player? No. Okay, but great. I did. So when I was moving apartments and didn't have cable, because I didn't have Wi-Fi, I watched mm-hmm. every episode of Friends all the dvd player that i borrowed from somebody oh that's fair i have a dvd set as well that i asked for for christmas in the event that the power does or like my internet gets shut off and i can't watch anything so i have the whole set that i can just play i do have a dvd player though well it's actually my playstation but it still counts (laughs) same thing and also i do not like seinfeld i did not grow up liking seinfeld i like the characters bug me I, I just couldn't get into it. Everyone was so mean all the time. Like I was just like, this yeah. is this is a lot to go on. So I did not grow up watching Seinfeld. But I would say it's not a Friends. show that I watch. Like I haven't watched it in years, but I watched it every day. Like, oh, okay. I well, younger. I watch I watch Friends, and then I would watch like Reba when it came on. <laughs> I used to love Reba as well. I love I love Reba. It should have went on Friday. <laughs> anyways, let's go ahead and dive into. Season one, episode one, the one where Monica gets a roommate, also known as the pilot. Mm-hmm. Okay, before we dive in, what did you think of this episode? So I really like this episode because I rewatched it. Oh, obviously, I rewatch it often, but mm-hmm. um, I think it gives you a really great idea of each character. Like you learn Phoebe has her little quirky ways <laughs> by some of the things she makes, a little comment she does. Um, so I think it's just a great introduction to all the characters. Do you feel it was a good enough episode to tie, like to draw someone in to continue to want to watch the rest of the season? Obviously, yes. <laughs> well, I mean, so if we were in 1995, or sorry, this aired on September 22nd, 1994. If we were watching the first episode on that week, would this honestly be an episode that you would want to watch the following week? I would, yes, because I really like all the characters. Interesting. What about okay. you? I I didn't think it was a strong enough pilot episode, to be honest, to to draw me in to the next episode, only because there was a lot of, like, unknown still. It jumped into a lot of backstory really fast. Well, that's um, why you have to watch the next one. I know, but I was just, like, <laughs> kind of, I guess I'm used to shows nowadays where it's, like, it goes in order and like then, it like, starts yeah up. but back then like i don't know if i would have like stuck around with it i'm glad i did don't get me wrong but like 1994 i was two years old didn't have the best mind span probably wouldn't have watched it <laughs> i need to know why ross is in his about his baby mama and him i need to know more you know Interesting. Need to know about him her and barry it just it leaves you hanging and questioning more okay okay so it was directed by james burroughs with writers Marta Kaufman and David Crane. The executive producers were Kevin Bright, Marta Kaufman, and David Crane. Um, And as I said before, it aired on September 22nd, 1994. So a a little synopsis of of the episode. We meet a group of friends chatting in a coffee house about daily struggles from weird dreams, bad dating, to divorce. Ross. An old friend of one of them shows up in a wedding dress and looking for her. They learn she walked out of her wedding and needs a new life. The friend help her cope with the new responsibilities while focusing on the day-to-day struggles. What do you think of that synopsis? <laughs> I mean, it was my first one, okay? <laughs> I'm sure they'll get written, okay? <laughs> Thank you so much. It's your fault, I, I can't... You- 
really talk about the very beginning <laughs> of the episode. Like, the, you don't talk about Paul the Wine Guy at all, but in the synopsis, I'll let, I'll let it go. I'll let it go. I do um, not talk about So it is a great synopsis in the very, like, first 10 minutes of the episode. Got it. Okay. Which well, is, you know what? It's your fault that I'm not a good writer because we ditched English so much in high school that I'm not a good writer. You know what? I blame that on you, but I digress. Sure. We'll, we'll say that. It's All right. fault, but. So the show opens up with friends cast dancing in front of the fountain. No cutscenes, as this is the first episode of the show. And it shows that it was created by David Crane and Marta Kaufman. This is one of the only, I think this is the only episode that does not have a, like, scenes that flash back to other ones obviously because it's the first <laughs> episode and there it shows the full dance in front of the fountain which hmm. is not in new york it's shot in la common misconception i just want to let everyone know fun that. fact number one fun fact uh <laughs> it then pans on the iconic central perk signage and opens up with monica geller played by miss courtney cox talking about a guy she's dating and the friends are surprised that there is nothing quote unquote wrong with him uh, so it kind of gives, I, I always thought like this even beginning scene gives you like an insight to Monica's character that she is already really bad with dating. And they made that in the first 44 <laughs> seconds or like first minute, they tell you that she's already really bad with dating. Cause it's hard out there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, and a minute 15, you see four of the six members, Monica played by Courtney Cox, Joey, who is played by Matt LeBlanc. Chandler, who is played by Matthew Perry, and Phoebe, who is played by Miss Lisa Kudrow. Chandler is telling the other three about a dream he had and how a phone is replacing his genitalia, (laughs) and the phone rings and his mother calls him. The weird part of this is that his mother never calls him. (laughs) Because that's the weird part. Which is also something, as a kid, I never understood this joke. I don't, I didn't really, like... So that's what I was saying, like, I feel like... So much of when I was younger, I didn't relate to as much. I didn't understand it. So when I got older, I was like, ah, it all just yeah. kind of clicked. And the show is a lot more sexual now that I'm older. <laughs> yeah. I get these sexual puns. But <laughs> yes. Uh, at a minute 51, Ross Geller, played by David Schwimmer, comes in with his very iconic, <laughs> low-pitched, hi. <laughs> that was a great impersonation, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Right on point. And you find out that Carol, his wife, moved all of her stuff out of the apartment. And then you go, this is one of my favorite parts, why I love Phoebe, why I named my dog after Phoebe. Phoebe begins to clean his aura. (laughs) And that is where in the first episode you learn so much about Phoebe. Exactly. It it gives you more of a character that like she's the quote unquote different one out of the friend group. And that's kind of like why we love her. (laughs) Um, Joey reveals why she left him because she is a lesbian. (laughs) (laughs) Chandler comes out with, sometimes I wish I was a lesbian, (laughs) which immediately tells you that Chandler is a comedian of the group. Mm -hmm. Joey tells him the answer to all of his problems and they are strip joints. (laughs) And that, I don't know, to you, that to me was like, okay, ladies, man, all over the place, kind of like. Yeah. Also, so you learn like, about Joey. <laughs> you don't know his timing because who? I don't know if I would want someone to say that to me like right away. <laughs> I don't think Joey had the best timing in a lot of things because he also hits on Rachel right in her wedding dress. Still, so that is true. That is true. Uh, Ross said he doesn't want to be single anymore. He wants to be married again. And then 
Rachel, played by Jennifer Aniston, walks into Central Park, wet hair, frantic, and wearing a wedding dress. Chandler, making another joke, says, and I just want a million dollars. Did he not get a million dollars? I mean, I'm sure they made more than a million dollars from this series. Probably. (laughs) Monica walks up... Uh, walks up to Rachel and questions if that's her and Rachel looking relieved to have found her reveals that she was looking for her and a guy with a big hammer says she would be here and she is always at Central Park Monica then orders her a decaf coffee (laughs) you find out that uh, Rachel and Monica went to Lincoln High she introduces everyone but asks if she remembers her brother Ross indicating they previously knew each other they go to shake hands and Ross umbrella <laughs> opens. You just Which, feel the awkward tension. The yes. Little. <laughs> it's just, but the thing is, it's like, wouldn't you, if the umbrella opened, wouldn't you go back and like reattempt to shake their hand? Like, like, no, oh, sorry. Yeah. Like, let me shake your hand. No, you wouldn't do that. Nervous around her. Mm. You got the butterflies though. And you learn, see, it shows you so much to what's about to happen in the later seasons. That's true. Uh, Rachel then sits down like nothing is wrong and all the friends are looking at her asking if she's (laughs) going to explain what's going on. She explains that a half an hour before the wedding, she was staring at a birthday present or not a birthday (laughs) present, a wedding present present. (laughs) and saw a gravy boat and was more turned on. She was more turned on by the gravy boat than her fiance Barry. (laughs) I also Googled what a gravy boat looks like and I'm just like... Boat with a little. We used a gravy boat. We used a bowl and a spoon. Oh, uh, you weren't fancy. We were not fancy. My grandma had Christmas uh, china. I had the gravy boat. Your grandma had a lot of things at her house. <laughs> Thank you, QVC. <laughs> uh, and she realized that Barry looks like Mr. Potato Head. Um, so I have a little fun fact. Ooh. Mr. Potato Head was invented and manufactured by George Lerner in 1942 but wasn't distributed by Hasbro until 1952. It was the first toy ever advertised on television. So I thought Mr. Potato Head came out with Toy Story. Same. same. I had no idea. It was way before that. (laughs) I did not know it was that old. So I thought it was a Toy Story. With all the toys. (laughs) Exactly. Huh. We learn something new every day. Learn something new every day. Thank you, friends. <laughs> uh, Rachel didn't know where to go and reveals that she and Monica drifted apart. But Monica reveals that she wasn't even invited to the <laughs> wedding. <laughs> and then Rachel's saying, oh, it's kind of hoping that wouldn't be an issue. <laughs> and then I think this helps like learn more about Rachel's character. Is like she's probably like a little ditzy. So yeah. A little like foreshadowing into the episode where Ross calls her a little ditzy when they do like, oh. you remember they do the list? Yeah. Oh, that was a, yeah. So, That's a rough episode to watch, but yeah. <laughs> it is, but I, I get it. A yeah. Bit. <laughs> Never do a list. <laughs> Don't ever. Uh, did you notice that though, the entire time Rachel is talking, Ross is making her coffee? Yeah. For her? Aggressively with the sugar. Not like calmly no he's like shaking it very aggressively <laughs> yeah and then he adds it and then stirring it i'm just like yeah. okay like go, first of all i would be too afraid i know how to make your coffee on someone <laughs> also sweet and low is gross <laughs> it's bad for you too but it is very bad for you <laughs> so uh they then move to monica's apartment watching a soap opera in spanish and guessing what is going on which is uh, so fun <laughs> yes, I, I can't watch a show that I don't know what's going on. Neither Even if it looks it. interesting. <laughs> yeah, Where's the subtitles? Either, there is none. You have to just figure it out. 
by Imagine my body language, by him pushing down the stairs. Pushing down the stairs. <laughs> but we did learn that that actress should not be wearing those pants. No, that is what they said. Yes. <laughs> Rachel is talking to her dad on the phone and explaining why she can't marry him. Uh, the team while watching the soap is yelling at the TV to push the girl down the stairs <laughs> and clap when the character TV does. Rachel explains to her dad that she has had people telling her what to do with her life and she wants to do something different. She wants to be a hat, <laughs> not a purse. I don't know. Was it a shoe? Her. Oh, is it a shoe? I think it's a shoe. I'm a oh, shoe. Oh, my I'm life, a you're shoe. a shoe. You're a shoe. shoe. Yeah, wow. Oh, because then she's like, what if I want to be a hat? A hat. Or yeah. a purse. Okay. Yeah. Oh, corrected. <laughs> and then Ross comes in like, I see where I you can see confused. Why I'm in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rachel then invites herself to stay with Monica. Monica looks stunned and says, well, I guess we've established she's staying here with Monica. First of all, I could never do that. <laughs> she just invited herself to live. To live there as another. her roommate. Exactly. Yeah. Could you do that? What if I did that to you? I mean, you technically did in high school, but... This is true. I did not go so... home for like three <laughs> You were there the entire time. That's true. You're that's correct. Okay, I, I but I guess that. if it's someone you don't really like, you lost connection with. Yeah, it'd be kind of awkward. But I guess you don't want them to go on the street. So, I mean, do you though? No, that's true. Person. I guess okay. <laughs> Rachel, uh, Rachel then tells her dad that she doesn't need his money. Then quick, uh, quickly reiterates that she said maybe. <laughs> So, like maybe Rachel has no back. money. Rachel has no money. It's all her dad's money. And while Rachel is breathing in the bag, Phoebe starts to sing the sound of music to help calm her down. Which is probably which is, one of my like it's great. It's my favorite thing. But Phoebe does not know the words. She knows she goes, the beginning of the words. She does. She knows the beginning, which I think most of us only know the beginning to yes. that song. And then we just stop. Yeah. <laughs> Joey then begins to hit on her and real and then they reveal that she lives right across the hall from Monica. Monica then tells Joey to stop hitting on her. It's her wedding day. To Joey replies, What? It's like a rule or something? <laughs> this is where you learn that Joey is a ladies' man. Yes. <laughs> the buzzer rings and we learn Paul the wine guy is Monica's date tonight. Which is a big deal because everyone is excited. Because he's Paul the wine guy. He's Paul the wine guy. <laughs> uh, fun fact, Paul is played by John Allen Nelson, and this is his only episode he starred in in the show Friends. But looking at his IM- IMBD, he's played a lot of like other guest star appearances in a lot of other shows. And if his picture is recent, he doesn't look too bad. He's like, oh, Paul. Hmm. Oh, good for him. <laughs> I have not seen him since 1994, so. Same. <laughs> Phoebe then shows Rachel four eyelashes that she pulled out at once. <laughs> and Ross asks Rachel what she's doing tonight. And Rachel responding, since she was supposed to be married and be in Aruba, nothing. <laughs> no plans. And then Ross is like, oh, Aruba, talk about your big lizards. <laughs> so awkwardly, though, that's I know. a terrible time to go. Call me ignorant. I don't know where Aruba is. Do you know where Aruba is? No, not is really. Is it like in the desert? No, it's the beach. Is it the beach? <laughs> it's the beach. I. Mm, it's beachy, yes. I'm going to let my colleague Allison here find out where Aruba is. Oh while we. 
<laughs> while we do this. <laughs> One moment, please. Uh, Ross then uh, asks if she wants to come over to help furniture. Phoebe is saying that she wishes she can help help put Ross's furniture together, but she doesn't want to. <laughs> Phoebe is says exactly everything that I want to say because I would love to say that to somebody, but I don't he have the balls care. to say that. We're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, while setting up, uh, sorry, Aruba is located in the Southern Caribbean Sea, which is where, like, by <laughs> Florida. <laughs> I failed geography in school. <laughs> it's an island in the Caribbean Sea. Oh, like parts of the Caribbean? <laughs> sure, we'll say that. <laughs> while setting up furniture, Joey and Chandler are giving Ross a pep talk about life and how there's plenty of women out there by relating them to flavors of ice cream and for him to grab a spoon. So there are some flavors that I never heard of, uh, like bean cherry vanilla. Like I've never heard like of Like a that. vanilla bean cherry? What? It's bean cherry vanilla. <laughs> oh, bean? Or like oh, Jimmy's. Jimmy's with nuts. Like, I don't know what that is. The only one <laughs> no. I knew is like Rocky Road. <laughs> uh, yeah, with the marshmallows inside. Which I do not like Rocky Road. I don't either. I really I like only lean towards anything peanut butter related for ice cream. Me a chocolate oh. peanut butter. Ooh, fire. Really? I like, yeah. like I love like coffee flavored ice cream. Ooh, yeah, a coffee peanut butter one, fire. They don't make those, but if you put two together, fire. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> uh we also learned that Carol took most of Ross's furniture. And um, the stereo. And, and the, the stereo. TV. And the good TV, and he got left with them, which they both replied that he got screwed. Yeah. Uh, I also love this part because Ross picks up a beer that was Carol's favorite. He's all like, she always drink from the can. I should have known. <laughs> like, is that – how I else do you drink it? Sometimes you – well, it depends if you get off draft. You pour, Or some people pour it in a glass. Drink it with a straw, maybe. I don't know. You drink beer with a straw? <laughs> no, I judge people who do, so... I don't like using straws, for one, so I don't use straws, right, you but, save like... The, save the turtles. Save the turtles, but, like, I don't... Why would you drink it out of a... Like, just drink it out of a can. I don't That's get what it. That's I'm saying. I was like, I definitely drink my beer out of a can. Yeah. So... Monica, <laughs> back to Monica on her date, is talking to Paul about his breakup with his ex. Uh, then it comes back to Rachel, leaving a voicemail to Barry about why she left him at the altar, and... We actually don't know it's a voicemail at first. We yeah. think she's actually talking to him until she stops talking random. She's like, cut me off again. So she was leaving <laughs> a voicemail. And then we learned that Barry likes to make love with his socks on. Which, in my head, Barry is a dork. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then cuts back to Monica and Paul, the wine guy. Paul, the wine guy. Paul reveals that he hasn't been able to be with the girl intimately since his girlfriend walked out on him. Um, Monica spits on Paul out of shock that it's been two years. And then while they were talking, Paul was like, oh, like, my revelation is more like a fifth date revelation. And then he asked her if she still wants to go on a fifth date. And she says, yes. He played her. He played her. But be honest. <laughs> Did you know this was a line? So it, it was hard. I feel like I would have. Well, especially, like, me being me now, like, in my age now, I'd be like, yes. Because nobody randomly on a first date is going to be like, I haven't been intimate in two years because of my ex, what, my ex-partner. I'm like, and then you guys get in bed. Yes. So, I did not think that this was a line. 
I thought, oh, he's being vulnerable. He's being a good guy. No. It did not occur to me that this is a line. Just and, I'm a and I'm a guy. <laughs> uh, pan back to Rachel crying in her wedding dress, watching Joni loves Chachi's. Chachi. Oh my God. Chachi's. Joni loves they Chachi. Love they love each other. That's the difference. <laughs> and the boys looking defeated, drinking beers in Ross's apartment. Have you ever seen Joni loves Chachi? No. I've only ever. I only saw, remember because of this episode and Dodgeball. When Ben Stiller hits the guy in the ball, he's like, Jody loves Chachi. Because like, the girl tells him she loves him in the audience and then he gets yeah. distracted and he gets hit by the ball. Those are the only two times I've ever heard that movie referenced. But you've never seen it? But I've never seen it. Oh. So I don't know if I want to see it, though. But <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like a romance movie, so I don't see why not. Yes. Um, and then a little bit of foreshadowing. Ross is saying, even if he had the courage to ask another woman out, who is he going to ask? And then it pans on Rachel sitting in the moonlight with a sad song playing. What a setup. <laughs> They're just preparing you for the episodes to come. Or really like, the end of the episode. Like, I, I don't know. I can't sit there and just watch the rain. I need the TV on. Hence why we have friends on in the background. Like, Maybe they didn't, she didn't have a comfort show to watch. I don't I don't just sit there and watch shows. Like watch the rain. Like No. I want the rain on while I'm watching Friends. You don't want to think about your life, look out in the rain, just cross no. everything that just happened in the past day. <laughs> You'd be day. We did every day. She <laughs> did walk out on a wedding that day. Exactly. All in the also, same day. Where did her clothes come from? I assume she, she didn't walk in with the suitcase. <laughs> she didn't have anything. Maybe she, didn't she have anything. I, maybe she borrowed clothes from Monica. Did they I guess they're kind of the same size. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Rachel, energetic. Same. same thing. It's true. And vice versa. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel, energetic the next morning, makes everyone coffee. And Joey tells her she's feeling on a roll to make a Western omelet, <laughs> which I love a Western omelet. They drink the, co- the coffee and discover Rachel can't make coffee and dump it in the plant. <laughs> it's good for the plant. Then Monica and Paul come out of the bedroom. Escandalo. <laughs> Chandler, Joey, and Rachel are inching the table towards the door to hear the gossip. Um, at 14 minutes and 53 seconds, you will see that the door number to the apartment is number five, which if you are fans of the show or this is your first time watching, it does not stay number five. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, I got to ask. Ever brought home a guy on the first date? Uh, I don't know. I went to a guy's house once on the first date, but we ended up just taking a nap. And I literally <laughs> mean a nap. <laughs> we, um, yes, and I have. Then, oh, what a hoe. I know. I'm sorry. I was 21. I just come out. I was like, I can do this. I party. And then lo and behold. Okay. <laughs> I'm a classy uh, lady, okay? Sure. I wait to protect it. Oh, whoa, whoa. Uh, Joey comments, that wasn't a real date. What the hell do you do on a real date? I love when he says that. <laughs> I love Monica's response, shut up and put my table back. <laughs> you also notice the beams in the apartment at this time. There are a lot of, like, wooden beams all around mm-hmm. her, like, kitchen, which just, like, go in and out of every episode, I feel like. 
Huh, no one knows that. Yeah. Um, everyone talking about work uh, and how they have to go to work, Rachel is surprised they all have jobs. Uh, Joey reveals he is an actor, and the team then brings up a play called Pinocchio that and make fun of him for it. So <laughs> kind of like lets us know that he is not a good actor. <laughs> or he once was a wooden boy. <laughs> and then uh, Chandler and Joey walk out of the room. Uh, Monica and Rachel bring up how good it was with Paul. And Monica brings up an old fling uh, for Rachel named Tony DeMarco. And mentions that it's like being with Tony DeMarco, but with feelings. (laughs) And she's like, oh, you're in trouble. And you're in trouble. (laughs) Rachel then says she's going to go get a job. Actually, she's going to get one of those job things. (laughs) (laughs) She's so confident. I'm like, you go, girl. Yeah, made me confident uh, when I was younger. I'm like, oh, exactly. Not, you get a job? Okay. It's it's that easy. Apparently, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> As of right now, it sounds that easy. Um, <laughs> Pan to Monica at work at the Iridium Restaurant, where I did not notice the name of the restaurant until I did these notes. Yeah, I never um, knew the name. So. I never knew the name. Where she is revealed to be a chef. Talking to her coworker, Monica reveals. Uh, Talking to her coworker, the coworker reveals that Paul used the same line on her with Monica, but Monica's coworker is taking the credit because, quote unquote, there was no snap in his turtle for two years. <laughs> Boom. What kind of turtles are these people <laughs> looking at? Like a snap, oh, a snapping turtle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't, uh, oh, interesting. That's weird. That's a weird line, though. <laughs> you definitely didn't get that when you were younger. No, I did not. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. I don't know what that means. I know now. (laughs) Talking to her, her, going back to the coffee house, Joey is shocked that Monica did not know it was a line. line. Same here, Monica. Same (laughs) here. You believe all men don't lie. Um, Monica is shocked, and Ross said he's thinking she wants a more sophisticated answer as to why he did it than to get you into bed. <laughs> and then to confirm our thoughts, Monica reveals that she has had a history of bad relationships. Um, Monica then said, I just thought he was nice, you know, which kind of broke my heart because the music changed, her tone changed. And Joey starts laughing, saying, I can't believe you didn't know it was a line. And then Monica then flips him off the couch. Because <laughs> she did like him and she's been waiting. No. It was kind of sad. But it then was kind of sad. She just got played. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rachel then bursts in with a shopping bag with boots, excited saying that, sh- uh, with boots. Do you know what boots they were? John no. and David boots had 50% off. Beautiful. They love a good sale. She says boot. that everyone would be excited too if they found the same John and David boots. <laughs> um, and Ross says, oh, how well you know me. <laughs> Um, Monica asking about the job says that she, Rachel says that she was laughed at in 12 interviews and is qualified for nothing. I want to comment on this. <laughs> in 2023, to have 12 interviews in one day is unheard of. Yeah, I feel like even when I started applying for jobs, I couldn't. We couldn't even get an interview at Jamba Juice. <laughs> That's true. We did apply at Jamba Juice. <laughs> And it wasn't um, online. It was over. No, it was in person. It was, it was a paper application. We did not. We did um, not get calls back. I feel like it's also, so hard to get interviews. Yeah, our availability was also really bad. <laughs> Maybe it was, and we had the same thing. 
Doesn't matter. We only we only wanted to work together, and we were only available like a few hours a week. So I still don't understand why I didn't get hired, but I did. Yeah. It's fine. We moved past but, it. Yeah, especially um, in the span of like a couple hours, twelve interviews, and she bought boots. And she bought boots. Yeah. yeah. Um, she's excited and says, probably one of my favorite quotes. She says, "I don't need a job. I don't need my parents. I've got great boots. Boots." Boots change everything. <laughs> they reveal they do. I don't own <laughs> boots, but I would like a good pair of boots one day. Yeah. Then reveal that she's still using her dad's credit cards. The team encourages her to cut them up and welcomes her to the real world, and it sucks. You're gonna love it. Yep. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also learn the real reason she was gonna marry Barry is so he can take care of her because Barry is what? An orthodontist. Yes. Um, my favorite question. Did you want Rachel's hairstyle? So I did not. Um, I thought it was a great hairstyle. Great haircut. But I cut my hair short once in fourth grade and I regretted it because my hair is curly and poofy and it just did not look good. So ever, <laughs> I have not cut my hair like short, like shoulder length or anything since fourth grade. So I only wear long hairstyles. Like Phoebe, more my hairstyle. But okay. Rachel's hair is fabulous, but it's just not for me. This is not confirmed, but I heard that she didn't like her hair because it was so hard to style. Which I can, yeah, like that was just, like a, like I guess she had like an interview and said that she didn't like the hairstyle because it was so hard for her to manage. Interesting. Because like, like if if you're on a show, your hair is like on contract, so you can't cut it or dye it. Mm. You have to leave it. So she, even when they weren't filming, she had to maintain her hairstyle. Yeah. It was just really layered and it looked nice. Yeah. I wanted Chandler or Joey's haircut growing up, but I always ended up with Ross's. <laughs> Why is <laughs> because that? Because my grandfather did not like long hair. <laughs> but you and I both know that when I graduated, my hair was almost down to my shoulders. Yeah. You said it, I will grow now. <laughs> Um, While cutting her cards, we also learned that Phoebe came to the city when she was 14. Her mom had just killed herself and her stepdad was in prison. That was a very heavy comment she made. You're like, okay, Phoebe, you're coming in hot. (laughs) She found herself living with an uh, albino guy who cleaned windshields in Port Authority. Then he killed himself. (laughs) She's just so casual about it, too. (laughs) Then she found aromatherapy, so she knows exactly how Rachel feels. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Port Authority, I thought was like the, I got it confused with Sports Authority, which is like an old, like, sporting goods store. Yeah. It's a train station? I just found out today. I was watching Mad Men, and... The fact that you thought it was a sports store, though? I just thought they were saying it wrong. it was just outside... (laughs) Outside Sports Authority? Yeah, I thought she was saying it wrong. <laughs> uh, not judging you. Rachel looking confused. Ross just tells her the word that she is looking for is anyway. <laughs> but he sits down and his tone changes. <laughs> yeah. He's like, anyways. It then segues to uh, Ross, Rachel, and Monica sitting on the couch. The Star Spangled bla- Banner, Blanner, Banner <laughs> is pay- playing on the TV, signaling that the shows are over. Which I remember those. It was very, very late. If you were watching TV very, very late and you did mm-hmm. not have cable, 
they would play the Star Spangled Banner, right? And then that would signify, like, the daily shows are done. Because there was no, like, 3 o'clock news mm-hmm. back in the day. So we I have remember late those. Night. We did oh. not have late line because I did not have cable. Uh. Um, Rachel signifying that they find Paul's watch on the floor. And Monica says to leave it there. So a little flashback. Um... Paul expressed during dinner that how he helped get over her, his ex, was that he can possibly break something of hers. Monica suggests her leg, but he said he broke his ex's watch. Um, Monica, walking over, smashes it with her foot (laughs) and leaves it there. Which I thought was like a really good... She went hard, by yeah, the way. Yeah, she was like, screw this watch. <laughs> With her, like, platform shoes, like, yeah. just crushed it. She um, got back at him. Yes. Ross and Rachel looking at the last Oreo and split it, uh, which I would never do. Ross reveals that he had a crush on Rachel in high school, and Rachel knew, but thought he was a geek. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ross, then had, Ross then has the courage to ask Rachel out sometime. She said, yeah. Maybe sometime, but smiling when she says it. Ross leaving the room. Monica Monica then walks out saying goodbye to her brother. But Ross having a happy expression on his face has Monica ask, "What's up?" Ross just says, "I just grabbed a spoon." spoon. And that going is back, the future of going back to the conversation he had with Joey and Chandler in his apartment. Uh, cut back to Central Park, the coffee house. If everyone's not aware. Uh, the team is chatting and Phoebe is annoying them because she's constantly repeating them. <laughs> <laughs> Just then, Rachel walks over with an apron and a coffee pot offering coffee. She, We learn she now works at Central Perk. She got a job. Yeah. The team asking hesitantly if she made the coffee she says no I'm just serving it and then they all jump to have a cup. <laughs> <laughs> the scene ends with Chandler saying he had a new dream where he's in Las Vegas and he's Liza Minnelli. And the credits roll with the iconic blue and white screen displaying the Marta Kaufman and Crane names mm-hmm. that we all know and love. Mm-hmm. And that ends the episode. The pilot episode. The pilot. Okay. How did you feel about the first episode? Uh, the first episode of Friends? Of Friends. I think it's great. I like it. You obviously have mixed feelings. I think it's a great first episode. We really learn about every character. In yeah, gives a little background of their life, even though we don't know their life. We know you know, I guess it. I guess it did do its job. It makes me want to watch because I want to know more. I need backstory. to learn more about Phoebe and her past life here. <laughs> I know she's kind of kooky, but <laughs> I like I like the kooky. Hence, why yeah. my dog Phoebe. Exactly. Wait, did you name your dog after a friend's character? No. You don't know my dog's name? I do, but I want everyone to hear it. <laughs> so, no, my dog's name is Lilo, but she was adopted yeah. as Lilo, so. That's fair. Yeah. I didn't want to change her name. She was My dog's to original it. name was Honeydew. <laughs> yeah, I had to change that real quick. You were like, no. But I, also, <laughs> I adopted her when she was two months old, so. You didn't want to be like, come here, Honeydew. I could do that. <laughs> yes, but. Um, I love this episode. I thought it was a great segue. Give like, despite me having mixed feelings about like how much information maybe was put out, um, we got to learn. I think we quickly learned 
about the characters and how they yeah. act and like who they are. Um, but we do not cover as much into Monica as we learn later in the seasons. Oh yeah. You know, which if you're not familiar, you will figure it out. You'll follow along and learn. You'll follow along and learn, but they do not unreal as much as Monica as they should have in this first episode. Yeah. So And there's so much more to Ross than just him marrying a lesbian. <laughs> him marrying a lesbian. There's so much Carol. more to him. So we learn yes. more. Yes, we do. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Alice and I are so excited for this podcast. Please join us next week while we break down season one, episode two, the one with the sonogram next week. Um, wait. Who is pregnant though? Because we don't <gasps> learn that. We don't learn that in this episode. But we know the title. Mm, so we someone, know. But well, someone knows. We know. I hope someone you know. might not know. So, but if you don't know, you will soon. You will soon. Uh, but till then, be kind, help the world suck a little bit less, and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.